I think the most interesting part about this entire process for me has been the fact that when I had to write an analytical literary essay, I was able to find a book about social media and technology and was able to write an essay about that because that is how ingrained social media is in our culture today. And I just think that's insane. Hey guys, uh, welcome to this week's episode of Post Praise and Repeat. Um, I'm Brogan Madden and this week we're going to be talking about social media and how it impacts us on a psychological level. So whether you're a weekly listener or it's your first time with us, I just want to welcome everyone and hope that by the end of this discussion everyone is able to take something away from this podcast just as I always find myself doing while creating these. Just a little background on why I am so interested in the topic of social media and how it plays a role in our lives. It really began when I first saw the documentary Catfish on MTV a couple of years ago. And while most people are probably a little bit more familiar with the documentary's spin-off TV show, um, also called Catfish with the same people, uh, the documentary for me really was the reason that I'm so invested in this because there was something so confusing about why the woman who was catfishing the main character Neve, like I was just so curious about what was going on in her head that made her want to catfish him. Especially when there's no real outcome, there was no real goal. I was just so curious about why someone would spend so much time online pretending to be someone they're not. And I think that really sparked my interest, um, which has then snowballed into a lot of other branches of the issue about how does it affect our self-esteem, how do we portray ourselves on social media and how does that differ. But um, yeah, that was really where my interest first began. To start off today's discussion, I just want everyone to think back to a time where social media maybe didn't make you feel too good about yourself. Now, it doesn't have to be some big dramatic moment. I mean, it can be if you want it to, but it can also be something as small as your friend bought a new car and posted on Facebook, and it's a really nice car. And while you're pretty happy with your own life and you're pretty happy with your own car, you can't help but feel a little bit envious of this car in the photo. And maybe you feel a little bad about the one parked in your driveway right now. Even though you're perfectly happy with it, but just something about that Facebook photo makes you feel like your car isn't good enough. Everyone has these moments, and yet we keep coming back day after day to whatever social networking site we find these pictures on. And the question is why? And I read a really interesting article by Igor Pantic, it's called Online Social Networking and Mental Health, and he's he works at the School of Medicine of the Institute of Medical Physiology in Serbia, and he talks about, you know, social media and depression, social media and how it affects how we connect with others, but he made a really interesting point. He said that constant self-evaluation on an everyday basis, competition and comparing one's own achievements with those of others incorrectly perceiving physical, emotional, and social characteristics of others and feelings of jealousy and narcissistic behavior are all factors that can positively 
or negatively influence self-esteem, and these are all factors that come from social media. This week, I had the chance to talk to some individuals who, like many of us, enjoy the daily scroll through Instagram or Facebook or whatever other social media platform you use. There are so many. But this time, we wanted to push past just addressing our online habits as something as simple as mindless scrolling or liking. We wanted to find out if there was some subconscious thing pushing us into these habits. We wanted to find out why exactly do we frequent social media so often? How do we decide what we do and don't post on our profiles? And why do we stalk the cool pretty Instagram model only to incite feelings of jealousy within ourselves? Let's see if we can find out. So I'm here with Britt Ellis and Bria Healy and I think we all are pretty active social media users. So I just wanted to get their opinion on a couple of questions. So first, when did you become active on social media and how did you notice a change in self-esteem when you did? So the first thing I remember of being active on social media was, first of all, Facebook. When I was, I think, 10, I thought it was the (laughs) coolest thing. My mom hated me for it. Actually, I didn't tell her for like a year. Um, And then she found out later, whatever. So that was more just so I could post weird things and communicate with my cousin and my sisters, whatever. Um, But the more modern, I would say, like, where everybody had social media, I got Snapchat and Ask.fm and Instagram, but I think that came a little... I think Instagram was, like, around the same time. Yeah, I think Instagram for me was, like, sixth grade. Okay, so, uh, okay, well, let's, okay, well, first of all, Ask.fm, and you said, how does that affect my... Yeah, like, did you notice a change in how you started feeling about yourself? I mean, personally, I think, like, Instagram kind of, like, made me more aware of, like, how I look. Oh, completely. I I mean, the funniest thing, and I think the sad thing, is that, you know, you don't... I don't remember, like, a time before... I mean, I do, but I, I... It's mostly taken up in my brain in which we were born into this, like, social media age. So, our self esteem like in that developmental stage in which you form so many like memories and important memories it's all like social media it's I don't even remember before I started thinking about my self-esteem sure I had a little lower self-esteem when I was a little younger because I was like hanging out with a very skinny blonde cousin yeah yeah but then social media I was well at that actually at first I would say that it started out more funny and it was more like playful yeah, and yeah. Then now yeah. more recently it's definitely about self-esteem and in the last couple of years you compare yourself yeah I don't know if I was aware of that because I think you kind of hit a like phase when you use social media when we were younger it is very like casual and playful but then I think yeah. everyone kind of gradually kind of worked into the idea of like posting pictures that are appealing of yourself and then you become more conscious of like how many followers you have like how many likes you get also even like so when I first started using social media my older brother he was in like seventh grade so I was in fifth grade I like early early middle school and he had an Instagram and like all of his friends use it so I was like oh my god like I have to get Instagram yeah Yeah. and my mom like never let me use Facebook so that was like my first social media on like my little iPod touch yeah. it like had a camera I thought I was like really hot yeah, whatever yeah. <laughs> uh, and it used to be like you used to post like these like funny pictures and like you'd get like yes. three likes on every picture yeah. yeah but even like me and my friends would use these apps like these filter apps with, yeah like, the rainbow filters in the black and white and I used to like 
we used to go yes. to someone's house and use like timer cam and take yeah. these cute pictures. Yeah. And if I felt that I looked good, I would post that right away. Yeah. But I would never post a picture that I thought that like I looked ugly in. And totally. even that's when like Instagram was casual too. That right. wasn't even when it like developed into what it is today. Definitely. Right. And I still would take like time out of my day to like take these selfies and like right. edit them and put oh, these funny yeah. filters yeah. on them. Yeah, like, completely. Makeup Getting those captions. comments. The gratification, yeah. I think that's actually terrifying that the gratification you receive when you're like 12 honestly mm -hmm. determined your self-esteem, self-esteem, not self-esteem, self-esteem. And also like looking back, I think I, I'm mixing it up. I don't really know because I look at it now and if you look at the old accounts, we'll find yeah. of like, mine being like I love basketball and like yeah. singing and yeah. whatever like yeah. I don't know what I posted then yeah I actually repressed a lot of my memories from middle school but I'm sure it was all you know like people would make pages about like this is my best friend and like this is like pretty good oh my god couples and it would be like <gasps> yeah. pretty yeah, people and like oh best looking and stuff like that like so if right. you didn't get on those pages that was actually crazy if you didn't get on those pages you were like well what's wrong with me like, I, I don't know why I'm not good enough. And you would be around people who would get on those pages. And, and I think like, especially oh, in middle school when it is oh, so, well. like... I mean, I think now I think people are more, you know, content with who they are. Yeah. I mean, at least more than we were then. But back Identity, when it was such a social totally. hierarchy... Oh, my God. There was such a difference between, like... Liking for a TBH time. and getting yeah. a TBH, and I don't know you, or like for a rate like and you get a seven, but someone gets a oh ten. Oh my god, the rates, the TBHs. Yeah. Oh my god. And we were like, what, like 13, 14, 12 years old? Oh like, my god. I don't think any of us were thinking about right. what the consequences of telling someone, like totally. TBH, like you're and okay then, Oh my god, Ask your brain is Ask yeah. FM was a that. huge turning point yeah. in middle school. When Ask oh. FM came out <laughs> and it was like, you could anonymous, anonymously say anything you wanted. And like none of us had brains. We were no. all commenting, oh, she's ugly, she's pretty. And guys Ask FMs, like people yeah. would say like, what do you think about this person, right. this person? Yeah. They'd be like, oh, I'd give her a 10, but I'd give this girl like a two. And yeah. like, you wouldn't even realize like what you're saying to them is actually like detrimental to like how they feel about themselves. But we were all so like blindsided to this, right. like yeah. And they would I'm, rate people literally in order yes. from like, like one to top ten. five. I, and top if you got number one, you were like the it, like right. you yeah. were it. And it was right. the same couple of people. And I think especially it's yeah. hard, especially yeah. being friends with people who yeah. and constantly feeling like you're the friend that doesn't oh my God. like Completely, reach yeah. the standards of other people I think is right. really hard I mean I do want to add also ask FM just opened and there's actually I read about something the other day there's a new app that's like anonymous in which kids oh use to like talk and honestly my first reaction was that is terrifying because I remember when that came out we were all like oh yeah like this is it this is so fun we get to anonymously submit questions answers yeah. whatever and then I think we didn't you know, until, for example, I got things that would say, like, go kill yourself. And you don't think about stuff like that when you're 12. To yeah. Be like, oh, I'm hurting people's feelings. Like, you're not, you're not, I mean, maybe it is good. It makes you more aware on if you're hurting people's feelings, like middle school, that usually happens. Yeah. But for me, I was like, I don't know why this is happening to me. So it made me question it at what, 13? I like, remember that. So me vividly. Myself. Yeah. And, you know, it also is so hard to track. And that was a whole other thing. It made bullying much easier. Yeah. And way less, um, Tra trackable yeah. in a sense by anyone with authority. Yeah. I also want to say that the scary thing about it is there could be people around you and I could even say myself that, you know, middle school is already such a fake time, a fake literally 
two-faced time. Yeah. Because you want to be a people pleaser, but you're also, you may hate the people and you're trying to gossip and whatever. Yeah, definitely. You get to submit these answers now anonymously. It's like a gossip site, and now you can say the meanest things to people around you that you hang out with the next day. But we also didn't know, them. like, what these words meant. Like, exactly. And I feel like going, I think that's like, what's scary. Not that we necessarily saw them on Instagram, but I feel like just following people that were, like, older than us and, yeah, like, yeah, following... Because, like, obviously we were kind of the first generation of Instagram, but older people did have it, so I would see these words like slut and whore and these, like, awful words that you would never oh, say to yes. anyone. And people would go on, like, my Ask FM, or, like, even I think, like, oh I've, God, I've yeah. probably done it before, gone on other yeah. people's, and you're yes. just, like, so casually laying in bed one night, you're like, like, being like, I hate you're you. a slut. Yes. Like, yes. you're such For a slut. No, because you're, like, you're called the hand of the boy. You yeah. don't know what it means. Yeah. You don't know. You, you, I babysit kids, and you, you learn in psychology and neuro biology that they do not understand the consequences of their actions oh you don't definitely. And clearly you don't we learn that either. no because literally at they at that age you are unable to understand what yeah, comes yeah. from your actions even and your words. a month ago me and Britt were together sitting on a couch and we came across both of our ask fm accounts oh from middle school yeah. i can't even tell you like how horrifying oh, it yeah. was Completely. reading the things like on our Ask FM pages and yeah. the things even that my we answers. asked. Yeah. Even my, my answers. answers. And I was like, horrifying. I don't I, When I went it. through my Ask FM, oh, I think God. two summers ago, summer going into junior year, because I had found it like same yeah. thing and I was just like, I need to log into it and delete everything right. and disable the account. And it was I so, that. it was so, yeah, it was so like scarring and, and you realize how many memories you repress because you just realize how right. bad you felt in the moment and I and think I the scary thing is like we, we used it for years yeah oh my god I Three think years. I stopped using it maybe freshman year yeah even freshman year was still kind of lingering like people would exactly still and I think that's so we obviously everyone can say how awful Ask FM was and I right. think there were like a lot of moments that anyone can relate to saying that you felt so bad about right. yourself especially seeing other people ask questions about you on someone else's and you just wonder like well why why am I the topic of conversation on someone else's totally. Ask FM yet we still used it for years yeah I mean the yeah I just reiterating what we've been saying I think it's just of course that wasn't Ask FM's intent. Yeah. But you giving that platform to kids who are now saying, okay, well, popularity is on my mind. Gossiping is what gets me popular. Uh, being rated at the top. Now that puts you, it reinforces that hierarchy. It reinforces like the desire to be popular. And that's what social media, honestly, if you think yeah. about it, without social media, a lot of people wouldn't, it reinforced popularity. It and does. it, it that is so and terrifying for young kids. The amount of followers we had yeah. was a huge thing. Like, I remember when I first started Instagram, I did start it, like, maybe a year earlier than everyone. And I have, like, so many friends from, like, outside sports right. that would, like, yeah. follow me. And people, like, not that I got bullied, I'm not going to say it yeah, to that yeah. extent. But I definitely got, like, so many people would come up to me and be like, you buy followers. Like, I would literally get oh, harassed oh, on, yeah. like, Ask FM. And they'd yeah. be like, you buy followers. And it's like, I don't have the money. I'm literally, like, I don't know how to like where am I gonna buy these and that's like that's behavior that we saw like in middle school but even myself I found myself when I broke a thousand followers a couple weeks ago I was like I felt good about myself I was like I have a thousand followers and I'm 18 and I'm doing all of this research about social media and why we behave the way we do and why we let it control our lives and like here I am still I don't even know psychologically getting that validation and feeling good about myself because my social media page hit a number and I think that's definitely 
Like, I haven't why? even hit that, so I'm like feeling less. Do you know what I but mean? But I don't care. I don't, right now yeah. I well we'll go more into that yeah. with the other questions, but I don't like have the apps right now because I and that shows to me how obsessed I was until I would say last year. Yeah. With all of them, I rely. That is also the important thing to note is that a lot of it is reliance on your self esteem, um, or the reliance of them for boosting your self esteem and your self-worth and your value and all of that it became a reliance and that that is in itself not okay this idea that brit's getting at that our reliance on social media stems from the fact that it can boost our self-esteem or the fact that it gives us this validation i think is very applicable to most users lives and it was really interesting when i was looking for a book to do my literary essay on my long fiction book I was so surprised how quickly I found a fiction novel that centered around social media and the main character she's working in this job she's an entry-level employee but she is able to climb not only the social hierarchy of the company but also the the literal business because she has such a high following on social media. And this novel, by the way, is The Circle by Dave Eggers. I should have mentioned that before. And it's a great novel, but definitely when I was reading it, I was thinking, because it's a dystopian novel, it takes place in the future, I was thinking, you know, how comical almost that these people in this company let social media dictate their lives as you know dramatically as it did in the novel but when you think about it Eggers is really just suggesting to us how our society is going to function if we continue down this path of social media reliance and the reliance in social media intertwined with the fact that you have the low self-esteem coming from online behavior, you tie that into the fact that the majority of the people using social media are adolescents. So you're already at that stage in life where you might be having a lower self-esteem and being a little bit more self-conscious. And it just creates this whirlwind, like this cyclone of psychological turmoil, which obviously, for many different reasons, is harmful for your psychological well-being. And I think When we use social media so casually, you really forget that, wait a minute, this is hurting how I see myself and how I think of myself and whether or not I'm happy with myself. And I think it's something that we, as a society, need to be more mindful of and not only be more mindful of, but it's something we need to, you know, educate others about. So I'd say that my and I don't really want to use this word because it does sound a little cliche, but my, you know, call to action with this week's episode would really be that everyone take a minute and just reflect on your social media habits and really ask yourself, is what I'm doing helping or hurting my psychological well-being? And, you know, it might sound a little tacky. It might sound like, you know... A lecture from some sort of internet safety seminar but for me personally I really didn't think about this issue until I started researching it 
And when I did all this research, I realized that so much of the self-doubt and lower self-esteem that I was getting from social media were from habits that I myself could change. And I really think that it's worth everyone's time to just take, you know, 10 minutes out of your day and really think about, is what I'm doing online helping or hurting me? Because, you know, whether or not you're the most confident person or the least confident person, no one is immune to this drop of self-esteem we can get when we are just constantly comparing ourselves to others. And that is the danger that lies within social media. And that's what we all need to be a little bit more cautious about. Thanks everyone who stuck around to listen this week. Um, If you liked the podcast, please tell your friends about it. Maybe they can join us next week. And if this episode got your attention and you want to know more, definitely tune in next week. We're going to be tackling the question of whether or not we should completely cut off social media from our lives or if there is a healthy balance we can establish so that we can live and use social media without having all of these negative impacts. All right, until then, talk to you later.